Hey guys, I'm Andy Holmes, and this is The Goat Guide. The reason why I created this sales training podcast is because I know that there's a lot of sales reps out there that have the ambitions to do a lot better than they do. We all set big goals, but how many of us actually achieve those goals in the door-to-door realm? As a three-time Golden Door winner, as an eight-year veteran, as a top rep in the industry, and a top 1% of the 1% of door-to-door, I'm here to help. I didn't have anyone to take me under their wing. I didn't learn all the tips and tricks from somebody who'd done it before. I had to figure it out on my own. So my goal with doing this podcast is to help those reps out there that have the ambition, but they don't have the proper mentorship or the proper mindset, skill training. They have the desire, but they don't have the know-how. The Goat Guide is here to help bridge the gap. It's also created and designed to help sales trainers teach their reps. That way their reps can study and learn on their own and start implementing things that will drastically improve their production during the summer. In today's episode, I want to talk about stretch goals. Anyone who doesn't know what a stretch goal is, it's basically your Hail Mary. It's the goal that you set if everything was to go perfect. And the reason I want to talk about that is because in sales, especially in door-to-door sales, everybody has a big lofty goal before the summer or at the beginning of the summer, but very few people actually make it happen. The number of people that actually hit their goal is very low. So the question of today's podcast is, how can we hit our stretch goals? And the easiest way to teach that is by going through my personal experience of hitting a stretch goal. So in 2019, it was my fourth summer. I was selling pest control. I had just sold 500 accounts the summer before, and I was setting a goal for the next year. And a thought came to me that I could double my sales and then I could hit a thousand accounts, which would be a golden door. I know that there's a lot of people who doubted the odds of me actually hitting my goal. And I get it. Everyone has a big goal, but very few people actually hit it. Because oftentimes in door to door, we hope, we dream, we wish that we can hit a goal, but we don't actually plan to hit it. The reason why I was confident is because I was able to reverse engineer a plan to hit my goal. I reverse engineered a thousand accounts because I'd done 500 accounts in four months. So I had a goal to do a thousand accounts in six months. I was getting 125 every single month. So just by adding another two months, that should at least put me at 750 sales. Now I just need to bridge the gap between 750 and a thousand. I basically looked at every single thing that was getting in my way and I eliminated them. I also sought out every extra advantage that I could possibly get. I knew that because I had done 500 accounts the year before, my company was going to give me my own service pro. Basically, what that means is your accounts get serviced almost immediately or at worst case scenario, the the next day. And I knew that my sales to service ratio was going to drastically increase. Without even selling any additional accounts, I would get more serviced accounts just because They didn't have as much time to reconsider and cancel. So I figured that that would be worth at least an extra 100 accounts. And so now I was at 850. So my first three summers were in San Diego. My fourth summer was going to be in Tampa, Florida. And I looked it up and I was going to have an extra 35 minutes a day of sunlight. That meant that I was going to have an extra 20 to 25% extra prime time than I'd had years prior. And so I just did the math. 35 minutes, six days a week, it turned out that I was going to get like an extra three and a half hours of prime time every single week. 
So over the course of those 25 weeks, that was basically going to give me a whole extra week of primetime selling. And so I figured that that was going to get me at least an extra 100 accounts. So now I'm at 950. Then I started eliminating distractions, eliminating annoyances. Some of the most annoying things for me was having to sit at lunch and continue charging my Segway. So what did I do? I bought another Segway. Segways are a few hundred bucks, or if you get the really nice one, it's like eight or nine hundred bucks. But if you're selling at a high level, you'll make that back over the course of the summer tenfold. And so I got a second Segway just so that way I wouldn't have to worry about ever having to charge it. I got a second, third, fourth, fifth Segway just so that way I would never have any issues. If I got a flat tire, didn't matter. I would just grab another Segway. I did the same thing with my iPad because it's so frustrating when you're running low on iPad battery and you're trying to lower your brightness and do everything you can just to make it so that way you're able to last the full day. And sometimes your iPad dies on you. So I bought a second iPad and I got it on a different data provider. Why? Because in some areas, T-Mobile works great, but AT&T sucks. And in other areas, it's the exact opposite. So I wanted to have multiple iPads and a data plan that was going to work no matter where I was selling. So I knew that by having extra segues and an extra iPad, I was going to get at least an extra 50 additional sales. So that put me at a thousand. And then I thought, how can I create some extra buffer room? So I started finding ways to get an extra 10% out of every single day by making my door knocking way more efficient. I'd segue all the way up to the customer's doorbell, ring the doorbell, park it while I was waiting. And I had a little routine. I'd wait five to seven seconds. If I didn't hear anyone walking towards the door, then I would knock. I would wait another five seconds. If I didn't hear anyone coming towards the door still, then I'd just leave. I spent 10 to 12 seconds at that door, and now I'm headed to the next one because it doesn't sound like anyone's coming out. The majority of our time in door-to-door is wasted at not-homes, at non-decision makers. So I wanted to minimize that a tiny bit because if I can find a way to save an extra 10 seconds a door, Well, if you're knocking 200 doors a day, that's an extra like 35, 40 minutes every single day of door knocking. Just by saving 10 seconds on every single door. I also realized that the people that I wasted the most amount of time with were people that I didn't sell who had absolutely zero interest. So what I would start doing is when I was talking with them, if I saw that there wasn't any interest crossing their arms or like gazing off into the distance, tuning me out, I would just close them right then and there. Like literally I could be 10, 12 seconds into talking with them. And then I'll just say, a lot of the neighbors are having me do the garage as well. It's included in for free. Do you want me to do that as well? Or should I just stick on the outside? Oftentimes I hadn't even explained the service or pricing, but I just needed to close them right then and there. Because what happens is they'll either just say, hey, you know what, we're good. And that's fine because now I'm not wasting time with that person. I'm getting to the next door. Or the second thing that happens is they get caught off guard and they ask a buying question. Well, I don't even know how much this costs. What do you guys even do? And all of a sudden, I've flipped it. So now there is interest. And I realize, hey, this person's worth talking to because they're actually paying attention. And now I can figure out what their hot buttons are so I can hopefully turn them into a customer. So if I can eliminate one or two minutes on a typical not interested, and if I can eliminate 10 seconds, 15, 20 seconds on a not home or a non-decision maker. And if I can find a way to explain the contract more efficiently, 
I can shave off time there as well. And so all of a sudden, I start shaving minutes off and hours off. The traditional four-month summer now felt more like five or six. And then a six-month summer now felt like seven, eight, nine. I was able to knock way more doors because I was getting on the doors early. I was staying out late. I basically simplified what I was aiming for. And I recommend that you do the same. What you want to do is you want to figure out what your big stretch goal is and get it down to the granular. I had learned over the years that I could service about one out of every 30 doors. And so if I wanted to service a thousand accounts, all I had to do was knock 30,000 doors. Like that sounds a little daunting, but at the same time, it made it so much easier. Because on those days when no one was home, on those days when people were being rude, on the days when I wasn't feeling it, rather than checking myself out of the game, I just put in my hours. I just put in my doors. And it made it so that way I was able to control what I could control. And what's interesting is I felt way less stressed. Why? Because I didn't need every person to buy. I didn't need today to be huge. I just focused on the weeks. I focused on the months. And I focused on the daily doors. I wanted to hit 230 doors minimum every single day. And I was shooting for 280 or 300. And I get that not all markets are like that. That year in Tampa, there were a lot of houses that were just closer together than a typical neighborhood would be. And so the most basic, atomic, minuscule part of my goal was doors. If I could knock 30,000 doors, then it was inevitable that I would service 1,000 accounts. And so it became less about the selling and it became more about maximizing my doors. And as I got more doors, I would also start selling better. And sales is a momentum game. If you're at five sales by 5 p.m., you're hoping to get another four or five before the end of the day. But if you're only at one sale by 5 p.m., you're just hoping you might get another one or maybe two if you're lucky. It's the same number of hours left in the day, but because you have more sales and more momentum, you feel like you're more in your groove. It's kind of like when you're driving on the freeway, if you're going 80 miles an hour, it's a lot easier to just keep going at 80 miles an hour. But if you're in a neighborhood driving 20 miles an hour and you're having to stop at every stop sign, you're not going to build up enough momentum to truly travel a great distance like you can when you're driving 80 miles an hour on the freeway. That was one of the last puzzle pieces that I was able to figure out. I knew that by having momentum, I would be able to sell an extra one or two accounts basically every single day. That meant that I was going to be able to service an extra 100 150 accounts just because I had extra momentum. So all of a sudden, I was sitting at 1,200 to 1,250 accounts in six months. And I was willing to do a seventh month because it wasn't necessarily the time frame, but it was the actually hitting the goal that I was committed to. I was willing to stay out as long as I needed to because my goal was so important to me. It wasn't a hope. It was a plan. And that's why I was able to hit it and why I've been able to hit my goals every single year. So the way that you can prepare now for the summer is figure out what you want your goal to be and start reverse engineering and preparing now. Start reading books that are gonna help get you in the right mindset. Listen to good podcasts. Hire a sales coach. Make sure that you have an environment that's gonna help you do it. Angle everything that you can in your life towards being more efficient, towards hitting your goal. Find people who have done what you want to do and copy what they did to get there. Also realize that there are going to be struggles along the way and you're going to have to preemptively decide what you're going to do to overcome those hard days, to overcome those setbacks so that way 
when those tough days come, when those difficult times arrive, you'll be able to work through them and be stronger because of it, rather than calling it quits or lowering your goal to your die goal. You want to hit your stretch goal, and the reality is you can. That's it for this episode. If you got anything positive out of this episode, leave me a rating wherever you're listening to the podcast. And if you don't work for Ambia, if you don't work for 212, where I'm a corporate trainer, but you want my help with one-on-one training, or you want me to help train your team, train your region, I do coaching as well. I'd love to connect and see how I can help. Thanks so much, guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode.